everybody welcome to you have to watch this podcast game of thrones edition i'm alan and i'm devin and today we're talking about season three or season eight episode three the long night uh this was the big battle of winterfell episode um that they've been leading up to for the whole series this is the standoff against the uh army of the dead so yeah what did you think of the the big battle Son of a bitch, Alan. All right. I have so many thoughts and feelings about this. So there are parts of it that were everything I ever wanted. And there were a lot of parts of it and arguably more parts of it that made me go. Uh... That's exactly how I feel. Um, oh, no, because I wanted you to convince me otherwise. No, there, there's a lot here. A lot happened. Yes. I, I couldn't see a lot of it. I'm one of those people that had the issues with the TV being too dark. And I well, and I understand like for the beginning of the episode when you can't see the the army of the dead, it worked. Like the aesthetic yeah. worked. But when there's fire all over the place and dragons are up in the moonlight, and I've seen screenshots online of how it was supposed to look, that's not what I got. Like I oh, don't no. have a I don't have a 4K TV which with HDR. I don't have that. So I don't have that high dynamic range. I had trouble seeing like a lot of important stuff in this, in this show, like this episode. My TV wasn't too bad, I guess. Cause like, yeah, parts of it were annoying, but some of them felt intentional. So I just went, I guess this is just what they want. I, I feel, I feel like there was parts that weren't intentional. Like I couldn't like the dragon stuff. Like when the, you, I understand when they were flying in the clouds, like you're not supposed to see what's what's going on, but I couldn't tell even in the well-lit scenes with the dragons, which dragon was which. Yes, definitely. Um, I agree with that. Which sucked. But beyond that, I still have some issues with this episode because more people should have died. There's a lot of things that happened that shouldn't have happened. Like there's no way Samwell should still be alive. Well, yeah. Well, I, I felt like that with every single person that survived at least once, where there was a point where they would do like almost a death fake out. Like three seconds into the battle, Bran is on the ground, completely overrun by these White Walkers. How the hell did she get up? Like, not that like I am mad that she did. Great, it made my prediction wrong. So damn it, Game of Thrones. But like. I don't know. I just, there were parts of that that I went, should she have survived this? Yeah. I mean, both of our predictions were wrong. Cause we only, we only named one person who actually died. Yeah. Um, which is sad. Cause we both had five people and we got, we did between the two of us. Yeah. That um, sucks. So I read an article today that actually highlighted everything that I didn't like about this episode. Okay. And it used a juxtaposition from the first season to this season. In the first season, Ned gets stabbed in the leg. The entire rest of his life, which, I mean, it's just the end of the season, but like, whatever. He is walking with a cane and limping because even little shit like that has real consequences that you have to live with. And that makes this universe feel like earthy and like, weighty and more like real life in this episode john fell upwards of 100 feet off of a dragon popped up and then ran through an entire army and was mostly fine and i think that's the part that i don't love about this i i read a a comment where somebody said 
Game of Thrones has become the fairy tale it was trying to avoid being. We might have read the same thing because um, I heard that line too. Yeah, I think it was on Reddit, but yeah, like yeah, Reddit, the best place for information. It really is. But like, um, but like, really, that kind of reflects a little bit of my thoughts on this episode. But and I feel like I keep giving Game of Thrones a little bit of leeway because they have six episodes to wrap this shit up, and they're just doing it. Yeah, but I still feel like with all the buildup of the Night King and his army and his purpose, it just wasn't a great payoff for that whole story arc. Is he gone? He kind of has to be, doesn't he? I mean, I hope unless he's like, I, I mean, they can Deus ex machina the shit out of that and have him come back. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't see them doing that. No, but I feel, I don't know. I think if they were to bring him back in any capacity, it would be all Bran. And like Bran is just like, surprise, I have a lot more to do with this. Someone I talked to said that they saw like whenever like Bran was going full like Bran on us in the King's Woods, like they cut to like the the main, the main guy, the main White Walker guy. And you saw his eyes look like Bran's did. I don't, I didn't catch that. The person I talked to said he caught that. I don't know how true that is, but it might be neat. And maybe Bran has a little bit more in store for us than we think. I mean, I don't think Bran's storyline's over. I think there is another twist with the Night King. I don't know what it is yet. I don't think it's him coming back to life, though. I think there ha- there might okay. have, there might have to be a replacement Night King. Yeah. And I'm curious who that would be at the end of this. Um So my question about where this whole thing ended off and, and we could do a recap before this or after this, I just like, I'm really excited about a lot of these questions is like, all right. So I, this battle showed that stakes could not have been higher. This is the threat that we've been looking out for the entire series. It all came to a head. Now the first second of this episode was watching an entire, like all of the Dothraki be dead. These are serious fucking people. They're done now. There's just Cersei and the Greyjoys, like, and that's supposed to like be an equal threat in our eyes now. It's Cersei, the like, Euron Greyjoy, and the the mercenaries that didn't bring the elephants. Oh yeah, yeah, but so, like, am I, think, I supposed to be as afraid of them as I am the White Walkers? Like, I, I is would that be what's more happening? afraid if they had brought the elephants, but since they didn't bring the elephants, I think <laughs> they'd be fine. It's all about the elephants. Yeah. Um, I guess so. Um, and I mean, Daenerys still has two dragons, right? Yeah, I mean, as she has two I dragons. Tell, and like, as far as I can tell, Dragon came back at the end, right? Then he he lived with all the the rights the whites on him. I don't know. I think one of them just like I think one of them just disappeared. Okay. Unless I like didn't catch the end of the episode, right? Which dragon turned to the the ice at the end of last season? Was it Varys or Viserys? I thought so. Yeah, the, the, the article I have doesn't have the dragon listed as one of the dead. So. Oh, it's Viserion. That's my bad. Viserion, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there's still Drogon and Rhaegar left. Okay. Or Rhaegal. Rhaegal, okay. 
Yeah, because I didn't know what happened to Rhaegal at the end of this. Yeah, I don't know either. One so, of them gave Danny a hug, and that was cute. Yeah, I, that that was Drogon, and he's the one who had, was all, had all the dead crawling all over him, like they gotcha. were fleas. Um, at that point, I'd ask for fleas. Yeah, right. <laughs> all right, so so the battle opens with the Dothraki and Jorah and Ghost charging the dead. And then Jorah comes back. He's like, nope, not dealing with that. <laughs> no, just kidding. I mean, Melisandre comes back and that's neat. She's also like, she's the first person that you see walking and oh man, oh, man. dude, tell me, tell me all the I, things. When I saw her, I was like, you've got, not this bitch again. Like, let's not kill any more children. Like, what? <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, what is her deal? Why is she coming in now? And then she lit all the Dothraki swords on fire. I was like, okay. I'll give you that. Like, that was cool. As hard as I rolled my yes. eyes when I first saw her, I was like, okay, that was kind of worth it. And then they showed Davos see her and he's just like, oh, I'm going to go kill this bitch. And, she's yeah, like, and I loved it. And she's like, don't worry. I'm going to die tonight anyway. So don't kill me yet. And I was like, okay, you, and- you're, you're playing a game. Like I, you're, you're in the game of Thrones. I, I, I see you. <laughs> um, yeah, we can get back into her stuff later because they're, they're Yeah, we'll have like, to get into her later because she has I, a bunch of parts in this but when that, I first that are her, interesting. Yeah, when I first saw her, I was like, meh, whatever. And then she did the cool stuff. And I was like, okay, that was cool. That's not ha- I wanted that to be a white walk, like White Walker on the horse. I wanted it to be Benjamin Stark. Oh, that would have been cool. Right. But I mean, fine. Like I, I literally I saw her and went, Well, I guess she's the last person to bring to Winterfell. Yeah. Um, all right. So they charge and then it just goes, the battle is just, there's so much to unpack in that battle. I don't even know how we're going to do it except for say people died. (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, so there's a lot to unpack in the battle, but also like in broad strokes, there's like not much to unpack in the battle. Like if you're doing shot by shot, we could be here all night, but if we're just doing this person died, this person died, this person learned a prophecy was a thing. This person happened. Like, it's like a four sentence discussion. There, there were a lot of good character moments yes. in this. And I think we need to focus on that because that's what's more important in all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so first of all, it Sansa and Arya is the first time seeing the dead. Yeah, that's right. So Sansa is terrified. So she gets sent down to the crypts with yeah. everyone else and I like that there was that little bit of drama between her and um uh what's her name Daenerys's handmaiden What is your name? Uh, Hold on. I'm going to look this up. Yeah. But I like that there was a like they were talking about the Dragon Queen and she said, "Well, without the Dragon Queen, we'd all be dead." Like yeah. there wouldn't be a battle going on up there. You would just die. Which is like, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, yeah, and and I like that. Like, I thought that was a really good point. Um, Missandei, Missandre. That's it. There yeah, you go. That 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 is it. Yeah, Missandre, and I don't think I've ever known her name. Yeah, she has like that mic drop moment in the crypts, which cool because I mean she's not wrong. And you got to have Sansa a Sansa and Tyrion moment, which was nice. I. I lo- okay, that was like one of the highlights of the episode for me was like they had a moment where they talked about their marriage and Sansa said that he was the best one she's ever been married to. And like, neat. Like, good job, Tyrion. Yeah. 
and then I, Tyrion is just being full full Tyrion, where he's just drinking in the crypts the whole time. Because why not? <laughs> like that's that fits his character that's so well. That's a Tyrion well. thing to do. Um, okay, so John and Danny are on the dragons, doing recreating Avatar. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, so to get this right, for a while, they're just lost, right? And you just see them flapping around in the clouds because yes. they're just lost. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that, that seemed to be my understanding of it. And they, they couldn't see the ground to light mm-hmm. the trenches. So they had gotcha. to bring in, bring in the red woman again to light the light the pikes on fire. Which, Cool. I thought that was cool, and I thought the way that the White Walkers handled that was cool. Because yes. I liked that they all stopped, they weren't idiots about it, and then they just, with as few casualties as possible, just made pats. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the the Army of the Dead was surprisingly smart. And I don't know if that's yeah. just the Night King controlling them and telling them what to do, or if they were able to figure it out. I always was under the impression that he just controlled them and they were just things like they were just kind of like weird extensions of him and weren't actually a person. Okay. Kind of like brand can control all of those crows. Yeah. Hold on. Why did brand control all of those crows? What did he just want? Like a different view of the battle? Cause he's getting bored staring at the tree. I think the best way to put it in this, he just goes th- full four in end game. Like he's just kind of huh. sitting there chilling. Yeah, I, I don't understand what he was doing with those crows. I think he was just kind of like, I that might be something that we see down the line. I'm not sure what his yeah. plan was there. Um. Okay, so we have we have to talk about Arya. I feel like most of this episode is going to be talking about Arya. What should be? Um. So her weapon didn't get much scream time, but the little bit it did was holy shit! Like, yeah, it was what you thought it was going to be, and it was neat. Yeah. Um, even Sir Davos is looking at her at one point like, damn, kid. Like, <laughs> he yeah. was impressed. And, um, I mean, and she, for being as like, oh, I've never seen these before. She did a good job of killing him pretty quick. Like, yeah. great work. But it was also like once she got her head hit, the whole her whole dynamic changed because she was yes. she was scared. It was back to like early seasons aria where she's just running for her life and trying to outsmart them as best as she can and that was really interesting to see like there was a whole like section where she was just hiding from them and that was really cool because that's kind of different from how she's been lately yeah they which like a, did a good job of ratcheting up the tension of what was going on they they did a really good job with taking her inside of the castle and using that new library set that they built like in using that to their <laughs> advantage, um, because if the whole battle would have just been outside in the cat, like outside the castle walls or inside in the courtyards, like it would have been like, okay, this is boring. We, we, and that was most of what the episode was. It was most of the battle was out there, right? But bringing it inside and having her run through these hallways, terrified and being chased, and having them jump out of doors left and right at her, yep. I really enjoyed that part of the episode. It added a horror element to it that I thought was really cool. It really did. And that's not something you see often on this show. Yes. Um, But it it was a welcome addition to it. And I liked that. I always forget his name. I'm going to try not to call him Apache. 
Um, oh, uh, Barrick. Barrick. I like it. Barrick was like telling the hound to get his shit together because yeah. the, the hound is surrounded by fire and he hates fire. He needed it. Yeah. Um, and then once he sees Arya, like he, he just steps up and goes to save her, which I thought yeah. was like really great to see, like just to know that he would still like go fight for her. Yes. Well, in this part of the episode was the part that made me realize I don't love the fighting in Game of Thrones. I love the character moments and I like it better when the fighting is contextualized within the character moments. Yes. Because you see those two pair off. So like Arya is like really scared and like runs inside and he goes and chases after her. This is when you see Jorah and Sam start fighting together on the castle wall. This is when you see uh, Jamie and um Brienne fighting on the castle wall like those matchups were exactly what I wanted from this episode yes and damn it did they give you to give you those yeah it was just a lot of filler in between there and I mean it was interesting filler like that time when Grey Worm like completely fucked over the rest of the Unsullied because he wanted to like save everyone from the retreat like that yeah. was interesting yeah um okay so I'm trying to think what other big beats there were before we get into Arya and the Red Woman. I'm trying to think too because I don't think anybody major dies up until that point. Like they're all there's a lot of death up until that point. Like the entire Dothraki army is gone. Most of the Enceladus are gone at this point. Like they've broken down the walls, but I don't think a major Dolores, character death. I think happens. Dolores Ed has died by then. The other who has the uh, Night's Watch guy. Who was on the wall uh, with Sam and? Oh, he has. John. Oh, and hasn't. Um, I don't know her name. No, Liana. Not yet. No, not yeah, yet. Yeah, Liana hasn't died yet. Okay. No. Sorry yeah. to spoil it, guys. No, like so they have that moment with the Red Woman, Arya, and the Hound in like the where Beric dies. Like yeah. Beric finally serves his purpose. Like that's why the Lord mm -hmm. of Light brought him back all those times. And I guess I never really realized that his, he doesn't have like a heartbeat. He's just, he's a, a he's a right. Like he's yeah. just been dead. Is that the same thing for John? I think so. And I may have addressed it real quick last season. Okay. I thought, but like, so my question is, for, okay. So first off, how did you feel about watching him die? And the white lady or the red lady going like, or Melisandre going, this was his purpose. Did, were you like, I get it. Or were you like me? I mean, I, I was like, okay, there, then what I was curious what happens next. Cause I, yeah. think, I remember them meeting earlier on in the show, I think in season three, yeah. I didn't remember what the prophecy was that she said. And then she, she pretty much repeated it here. It's, I see the many eyes of the, that you were closed forever. I see brown ones. I see green ones and I see blue ones. And that's when Arya's like, Oh shit. And then what do we say to the God of death? Not today. And, and then like, she runs away. I was like, holy shit. What is she about to go do? Yeah. Um, and then she disappears for the rest of the episode until the very end. Um, um, Deus ex Aria. Yep. Um, anyway, side note, I watched the original clip of them meeting. Um, yes. And interestingly enough, the prophecy says you will kill brown eyes, you will kill blue eyes, and you will kill green eyes. Yeah. Do we think she's going to kill Cersei? With the, with the green eyes? Yeah. 
I just like, I just watched a whole theory on this right before we did this. Oh, did uh, you really? Nerdist News did a whole story on it. I can see it. the The problem is Cersei's death was in the books prophesized to be by her brother. Right. And there's two. They had two points of contention for that. Okay. Arya could be wearing a face. Yeah. And there was that whole arc where Arya was Tywin's hand and she learned a lot from Tywin when oh, she was right. pretending to be a boy. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. She might be able to get the last blow in there. I, I kind of like, I kind of hope it's Jamie. I do too. Absolutely. Just cause that's, that's his story arc, man. Like, yeah. I, and especially, I think that's where we've gotten to with him and Brienne. Like, yes. Um, Jon Snow is pretty much useless in this episode. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He, he doesn't do yeah. anything. They didn't address, and I, I understand why they didn't address the whole lineage thing with him and Danny again, because there's not much time to. Right. And there's just like no dialogue between the two of them at all. It's just him calling out Danny, like in the snowstorm. Like there's no moment yeah. between them except for the dead are already here. Like, yeah, we know. We saw that in the trailer. Like, it's like we get it. Sorry. Um, yeah. I mean, those two weren't spectacular characters in it. Like I usually like Daenerys and what she does. I think she was kind of dumb this episode. There was that moment where she lands the dragon because John's down there and she and dragon are just chilling on the ground while white walkers crawl all over the dragon. And John, I'm like, dude, girl, fly, get out of there. Go, yeah, oh, just that, do it. That was the dumbest move. I was so frustrated. Yeah. Um, I did like the battle with the, the dead dragon. And when they knock yes. the ice King, the night King down, and then yes. she just calls Dr- Dracarys and just, it felt like five minutes to just flame on him and it didn't even leave a mark. And I'm, part of me was really glad they addressed that because at some point I was like, holy shit, how do you kill this guy? I mean, they answered the question like 30 minutes later. But like yeah. at that point I was like, like, cause I think they meant that to be the lowest point of the episode where you're like, I don't know how anyone's getting out of here. Yeah. Like watching this, I had such a, a pit in the, like I felt I had this this feeling in the pit of my stomach. Like I was like, this is not going to end well. Like I was just so nervous yeah. going into this, and then it like that just kept going away. And like once everyone kept living, I was like, okay, people need to be dying. No one's dying yet. Yep. And like it came back a little bit when he just wasn't touched by the fire. Yep. Well, there was that point, and then right after that, and I think it was right after that, that's when the music back, the background music starts, and that's when Tyrion and Sansa have that moment where they're like, we can't hide down here forever. We have to go do something. And I'm like, oh, no. And, like, I think they, like, like touch hands or they do something sweet. And I'm like, oh, that might have just been Tyrion's story arc ending. Oh, no. And then, yeah. like, I was like, well, maybe Sansa, too? Like, okay. And then, like, you saw everyone fighting. I'm like, okay, like, this is where people start dying now. Yeah. As soon as the Night King brought the dead back, like, when John's chasing after yes. him, and he starts bringing the dead back to life, I was like, okay, John's dead. 
Like there's yeah. no way John can survive that again. He already did it once with the Battle of the Bastards. The Knights of the Vale are not coming in to save the day again. Like, yeah, I thought that's where people were going to die. And then, as much as it sucks that we only called one death in this whole episode, I'm glad that we were right about the Crips. Yes, I know. Okay, it wasn't as horrific as I thought it could be because largely they didn't address who you saw when you saw the dead down there. Like they weren't yes. like, look, it's headless Sean Bean. Like it was just like, there's some dead people down here because it's crypt. We're not going to talk about them. Yeah, I I really would have liked, like there's that moment with Tyrion and Sansa where they're hiding behind Ned's crypt. I oh, was, that was Ned's. Yeah, I, I was completely Ned's. missed that. As, as far as I could tell, that was Ned's. I um, like that. I was really hoping, I was really thinking that something was going to break out. Like just oh man, just like a jump scare. Like I was really waiting for that. Yeah, and it didn't happen, which is fine because I don't. We don't need to see dead Ned Stark. No, dead I wouldn't. Stark. I wouldn't like it. Aww. Um, but we did see some people that we care about turn into the the wraiths or whatever, and that part was a little hard sometimes. Yeah, we didn't get to see the main death from this because I, I only consider that there being one big death in this which one Jorah's yeah we didn't see him turn into a, a, a right that would have been hard that would have been uh we need we need to talk about Liana Mormont yeah and her fight against the 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 giant freaking that fits her character so well of it course did. she kills a giant and uh, I don't know if you saw the behind the episode that they do at the end of the episodes. No. Um, I watched that and one of the creatives was like, she was only supposed to be a one one scene character. But then we had this. Uh, we had her and it was like, we need to. We need to give her more. And then oh, it yeah. just built to this point where she would be this fighter and they gave her this poignant death like it's not one of the main characters that you've known from the beginning but it's still an important character that people have latched on to yep so and like i just think it's so cool that this little girl is able to take out this whole giant even though it's like the last thing she does like great like that really fits with her and i like that a lot yeah and i think she said something in an interview like one of the things she's going to miss most about game of thrones is being this little girl sticking up to all these men and like that's the perfect symbolism for that too, because she's this little tiny yeah. soldier in the field, and there's this giant, and then she's still able to take it down, right? As she dies, so good for her. Also, you might be forgetting about another major death, at least one that I consider major. Are you talking about the Red Woman? No, but also I guess her, but oh, not her. Oh, you're talking about Theon. Theon. I've been tired of Theon's story arc since before he was Reek. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that he got redemption. I'm glad that he helped Sansa, but I'm just beyond the point of caring. Yeah. I, I Theon was never one of those characters that I really latched on to. I think I liked him because I remember so – I know we've talked about this, but I'm one of those assholes that read the book and then like didn't watch this for a while. In the book, he almost made me stop reading it when I heard that he may have killed and flayed Bran and uh, Ray- Raycon. 
Yeah. And I went, fuck this guy. He's worse than Joffrey. I hate everything about him. And I almost stopped reading. So I have this like very visceral reaction to his character every time now. Yeah. And like, I like the way they ended his story arc where, where Bran was like, you're a good man. And that's all he fucking wanted. Yeah. I mean, I like that they did that. I, I do like that he got his redemption. Yeah. Um, it was just like his his stuff never really I never really just latched onto it. Sure. Like and that makes sense. There. I get um, it. Like it, yeah, he is the, the second big death of this episode. But I guess yeah. I just felt more for Jorah because Jorah went out doing what he's been doing this whole show, and that's protecting mm-hmm. Danny and fighting for the woman that he loves. And yeah. You never see her fight, but she picks up a sword and fights with him. And that, I think that says a lot about their relationship. Like she just doesn't want to be protected. She wants to fight with him for him. Yep. Like she's fighting to help him because she doesn't want him to die either. Right. Um, and that's been their relationship almost from the, the get go. I think it really has. Um, but I love that she was able to like pick up a sword and actually fight. Like she doesn't know what she's doing. Uh, you think she's that, trying, she's yeah, doing she's it trying. like, yeah, uh, Cal Drogo would have been proud. Um, <laughs> yeah, he would have been, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was a good death. I thought that one was poignant. Although the, so the one thing this episode did that made me feel a little bit better about it is the beginning happened so fast. And like, you'd see a flash of like, I don't know of, of somebody covered with walkers or white walkers and a flash of somebody covered with white walkers. And I was like, did I just miss Brienne dying? And then, like, I realized, oh, no, if a main character dies, they're going to really draw it out. And I'm really going to know that they're dead now. Yeah. They're going to have a dragon come down and cry. Right. <laughs> right. Because um, I, I have to wonder if the dragons f- felt that loss because of Danny or because of who that was. Because they've been with him since the beginning, too. I was hoping it was because of who it was. Like, I was hoping yeah. it, the dragons it, were at least aware of him and were sad that he was gone. Yeah. He lost like half his face, didn't he? Oh, I think he might have. I couldn't tell. Like that was one of those scenes where it was just kind of hard for me to see. I need to go back. It all happened so fast. Like I feel like if I watch it on my computer, it'll look better than it did on my TV. Oh, maybe. Um, Yeah, especially if your TV is lower res. I I think I um, I am just going to start rewatching every episode. Yeah, why not? I rewatched last week's because I was trying to get my wife to watch it because I was like, you'll really like this Brienne scene. But she yeah. she's back in school, so she had a lot of homework to do this weekend. She's like, I can't stop my homework uh-huh. to watch this. Just tell uh-huh. me what happens. But <laughs> Romana watched it with me, and she doesn't know anything about Game of Thrones, and she was into it. Like okay. she liked it. I don't know if she'll tell you she's into it now, but she was into it. It compared to the other battles, like Blackwater and the Battle of the Bastards. Where do you rank this one? I've never seen those visually, but based on what I've read below it. Okay. I don't want to be weird about it, but I, I just felt like there was more at stake at like a battle of Blackwater than here. Like I get that like everything was at stake, but at no, at no point did I really feel like that was how it was going to work out. I feel like there was too much hype for this battle. That has to be it. It has to be it. Yeah. I think, People build it up so much. I don't think it coming out this weekend of all weekends helped. Like, no, it didn't. This, this coming out not. the same weekend as Endgame is just like, okay, this is too much. Like I, 
I'm already emotionally drained from seeing Endgame twice. I don't have yes. anything left to care. And then this is this happens like, okay, this is a thing. I also think that Endgame handled its character deaths, and I won't say who for people that didn't listen to our podcast or other episode. Um, I think Endgame handled its character deaths better than I think Game of Thrones did. Yeah, I mean, I never thought I'd cry at Howard the Duck's death scene, but... <laughs> he quacked his last quack. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. But no, I... All right. So I might be skipping ahead who we're talking about people dying. Yes. How did we feel about Melisandre? I still don't understand what that whole point was. Is there anything in the books that explains her whole thing at all or not? No, because she died and I went, what the fuck was her point? Yeah. Like, was her point? I mean, so I can see that at some point she was instrumental in what Arya did. And we haven't talked about it yet, so I'll go to detail. Yes. But had she not been there, it would not have played out that way. I get that. I can also see it being ice and fire. He was ice. She's fire. He's done. There's no reason for her to be around anymore. So she turns into an old lady and disintegrates in the tundra so you like, think she, i can understand that point but really that was it so you think she's the fire equivalent of the night king i think she might be because she's bringing back people a little bit like the night king is but she's doing it a little bit more judiciously huh. i think my thing is in comedy i'm told if you start a scene by giving someone a gift and you don't tell them what that gift is for a long time into the scene, it better be really fucking funny because the whole time people are thinking, what the hell's in that box? It's the same with her. She's been this mysterious character that for how, when was she introduced? Like season two, basically. We've known her since season two as this mysterious thing that's going to be this huge end game, big change thing. And that was it. And like, it was like, well, whatever in the box was just nothing. Like it, not nothing, but it was just like, oh, that's what I thought it was. Neat. And then Sir Davos gets to see her die, which good for him because he deserves to see that considering what he did. I just want all good things for him. I want nothing yeah. bad to ever happen to this man. If uh, Sir Davos ended up on the Iron Throne, I'd be happy. Yeah, me too. Honestly, I want him to not fight this whole time and just like drink wine and get massages. Whatever he likes doing, that's what I want him to do the rest of this series. He just takes over Littlefinger's brothels. Right. Fine. Great. Yeah. Um. Okay. I like that they keep Littlefinger alive, even though he's like not doing anything. I it would have been great if we saw a a a, a white show up that is just Littlefinger, because he's dead. <laughs> like that would right. be great. Like if he comes out of like the the woods with the army. Is that where he is? He buried underneath. Like it, there, not, did they not, not address he where he is? He wouldn't be in the crypts because that's just the Starks. Like, yeah, they would have buried him somewhere around the castle. I'd imagine. So canonically, he should have been there for like a little bit. I hope he was. I hope the dragons burn his walking dead corpse. And then just like shit on him. That's just, that's my head cannon. Yep. That's, it's a good head cannon. I'll, and, I'll keep uh, it. Ramsey Bolton's corpse came back to life too and also got shit on. <laughs> just died in flaming dragon yeah. shit. Good. Yep. Head cannon. Okay. So we need to talk about the, <laughs> the big moment of the episode. Yep. So the Night King approaches Bran in the, the Godswoods and Theon dies. We already addressed oh, that. 
Yeah. But Night King gets very close to killing Bran. Yes, he does. I thought he was going to. I really expected him to talk. Like I thought there would be a like some dialogue there. No, and there just, wasn't. And I was kind of disappointed in that. I was like, I really want him to just show up and be like, "Hello, Bran." And then it was just the battle of resting bitch faces. That's all it was. It was. And then out of nowhere, Arya comes in, Arya! and he grabs her. She drops her dagger and then just stabs him right where the uh, the children put the stone in to create him. Aww. And he just disintegrates and all, all the uh, dead drop dead. Again. Okay. I like that Arya did it. I like how it was filmed. I yes. like that I had that moment of, oh god, he's going to kill Arya now. Because I did think that. Mm-hmm. I don't like at all that it did such a disservice and hold my like this is going to be super nerdy i don't like that it did such a disservice to the lore of what they are because they went like past episode even they went what happens if bran who's the three-eyed raven and this night king meet because this is what they've been wanting to do for a long time and bran goes i have no idea which is rare for bran and i went shit's gonna happen and then it happened and it didn't happen like they met and like nothing spectacular happens. He just died. And I felt like the show were like, we don't have to deal with that. I don't know how much of it was. We don't have to deal with it now, or we we're going to deal with this later. Cause like I said, I, I, I don't know what happens with brand now because brands kind of served his purpose. I mean, I feel like a lot of people have though. Like, I mean, I'm still on team. Brand should have died at this fight. I love Brienne. Yes. I'm not like, Great, she's alive. What's she doing now? I guess she's gonna fight in the war to come against Cersei. But why? Who does she fight for? If if they make her remember when Jamie was like the White Knight or something and was like in charge of the Knights Guard or whatever. Yeah, they're gonna freaking make Brienne the in charge of the Knights or the Knights Guard to the new the new monarch or whoever's ruling next. That's what's gonna happen. That's how her story is going to end. Not only is she going to be a knight, and when she couldn't, she's going to be the best knight. Damn it, I don't love that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of that either. Uh, speaking of people who should have died, I think I already said Sam should have died. Yeah. Pretty much everyone they set up dying in the last episode should have died. We should have been right with most of right. our guesses. Well, and so part of me was dealing with some stuff today. Am I just fucked up wanting these people to not have happy endings? Is that on me? No, I I don't think it is because this show has set up to the point where you don't expect a happy ending for anyone. Right. Like, I don't even expect the dogs to have a happy ending because none of them have. Right. Except uh, Ghost, apparently, who's, I don't know, fine, maybe? I guess. I don't know. I don't know if he lived. I couldn't see. Yeah. Um, they showed him running into the fight and then just gone. Yeah. He found a chew- He found a bone and he just went off to chew it. <laughs> uh, no, right, I, like you took no, some walker's rib cage or no, something I, I completely like you're not the asshole because they, they definitely don't set up happy endings in this in the first season the main character ned stark gets his head cut off right like, this show has never been about happy endings if you want to show about happy endings go watch happy endings it's a great sitcom that only lasted three seasons but like this is not a happy show. ending huh did it no, have a happy ending canceled by abc so even the, a show named happy endings doesn't get a happy ending <laughs> um this 
is not the show for happy endings. Like I, yeah. people needed to die in this. They set it up. It made perfect sense for people to die. Yeah. And they didn't. And not even Varys died. Like Varys should have died in those crypts. There should have been somebody in those crypts. Yeah. Dead at the end of this, this episode, somebody that we know and care about should have been dead, whether it be Varys or Gilly or either one of those two, like one of those two should have died. But I mean, so in the crypts, it was basically like, well, I mean, if you hide in a cubby hole, the dead Starks are too dumb to understand that you're there. Like, and that was like the rule down there. Like, if you didn't know to hide in a little corner, you were fucked. And that was yeah. like, that's how that worked. Which if like seems silly to me. I guess the, the dead have the vision of a T-Rex in Jurassic Park. If you don't move, they <laughs> can't see you. Yeah, um, I, I know there's a lot of complaints about this episode about plot armor and about like main character, like fake story armor. And I kind of see it like, and part of that was what drew me into Game of Thrones. But the other part of it is, did this subvert our expectations? Because we're expecting Game of Thrones to be this bleak thing. And is this the show creators or the show writers going, we know what you're thinking. No. And like, they're going to do it some other way that's going to be cooler. And they do have stuff down the road. But like, they didn't want to do this because we would all like, had all of those people died, we would have been like, all right, Sam died. We called Sam dying. Next. All right, cool. Varys died. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, as much as I didn't want these people to die, I I don't know what the show looks like now. Like, right. we have three more episodes. I don't know what they are. Like, right. If they can take out the Night King in one episode, what's preventing them from taking out Cersei in one? Right. And we have three left. So I don't know what the show's going to be. I'm sure they have something up their sleeve. I'm sure people, we're, we're going to get our unhappy ending. Like, that's going to happen. For oh, yeah. Yeah. Most, uh, if not all of these characters, shit's going to go down. I think everyone expected it to happen this weekend. I think in the next three weeks, it's going to happen. And, and if I want to look like an asshole about this episode, I want to go back and be like, wow, last week I was really judgmental. I should have just let him go. Yeah. I really hope that this was just a, a red herring. Like, yeah, this is the battle of Winterfell. We took 53 days to shoot this because it's all at night. And yeah. they, it was like brutal because it, it looked brutal. I would not want to have yeah. been on that set. No. But it's just. I like the idea of this being a red herring episode. I like the idea of them giving us more Game of Thrones things because like intrigue is a part of Game of Thrones. Yeah. And for the most part, it seems like this season just goes intrigue. Ah, we have six episodes. Fuck your intrigue. Yeah. And like, they're gonna, I have to slip some of it in there somewhere or it's not the show that we love. Yeah. All right. So anything else that we want to talk about with this episode? I think we covered with this episode. Um, I mean, that's the thing is a lot of stuff happens, but very few substantial things happen. And I think yeah. we covered almost all of them. I think we did. Uh, let me just double check. Yeah. The deaths. Yeah, um, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that like we might have missed. Like, have you seen? There's a, a meme going around of like the unknown soldier of Winterfell. Yes, I have. Friggin' great! Like he survived yeah. like the, the Battle of the Bastards. He's like in Winterfell this whole time, and then he like dies, and you watch him on screen. He gets a whole like shot to himself of him turning into a right. Friggin' good job, Game of Thrones yeah. creators. 
like that that I'll, i will give them credit for that that's very good and something great for the uh whole fan base of the I think, show i think this episode has made me more than any episode i've seen so far has made me want to read the books now like is has gotten me excited for what george rr R. martin's going to do because i know he's using what fans are saying as a platform to sell the upcoming books because he, he's on record as saying, oh, well, if they were to do it my way, it would be five more seasons of a show. And it's like, all right, dude, calm down. But I'm interested to see how else this could turn out. Yeah. like I kind of hope whenever the books come out that there's just like a, a starting point for people who haven't read the previous books but had watched the show up until the point yeah. where it split off. Yeah. I really hope that it just kind of picks up and you're able to follow it. Or somebody yep. somebody does a summary of here's what you need to know if you haven't read the books up to this point, but watch the show. Yeah, like Caitlin Stark is alive and like doing witchy stuff. And her name's Lady Stoneheart, and nobody likes it, but just roll with it, I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious how this is going to play out in the books too. Like the whole ending. Yeah. I I I, I don't know. I mean, I know that in broad strokes, the creators know how the ending is going to happen. But that doesn't mean that, like, freaking George Arden Martin isn't going to pull a fast one on us and be like, surprise, it was, I don't know, it was this other guy the whole time. Like, they could do that. Yeah. Yep. Or they were dead the whole time and it ends in a Whoa. church. Ah, there's a polar bear on the island. Yeah. Um. So what do you expect for next episode? Thoughts? Uh, I think next episode is just a lot of planning and recovery and burning of bodies. Yeah. I think, I think they have to clean up Winterfell. I think it's just to be an episode of maintenance dealing with what like people characters dealing with what happened in this episode, people dealing with um, the deaths, like Danny's going to have to deal with Jorah's death. Um the Starks are going to have to deal with Theon. Like, I don't think Sansa is going to take Theon being dead. Great. Yeah. So you probably get a funeral for him. Funeral for Jorah. Yeah. Funeral for Night Watch guy. Uh, fuck Masan. They better. Fuck, fuck the Red Woman because she she's dead. Nah, and yeah, she's she, gone. She's just gone. Like the Onion Knight was there for her funeral, and he just he was just like fuck you. Like just oh yeah. Like he was happy to see her dead. Oh uh, yeah. I'm curious what happens with her necklace. Yeah, because it fell. Yeah, so it's there. Like, I'm curious if Davos picks that up. Yeah, I wonder. I think he does. I think it'd be cool. Yeah. And then he turns into a redhead. <laughs> um, uh, I'll still love him. But I think, the, I think the most important thing in the next episode has to be Danny and John talking about their conversation in the crypts. Like, yeah. if we don't get that in the next episode, I'm not going to be happy. They can't. They can't keep putting that yeah. off. They put it off no. for putting it off last week made sense because you had so much other stuff to do with the uh, other yeah. characters and building up to this battle. And mm-hmm. then the battle, you can't really address it because you're in the battle. But after the battle, after Jorah's funeral, you need to talk about it, even though you don't want to. You need to talk about this because right. it needs to be addressed before they go into battle with Cersei. Oh, absolutely. So I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to be an asshole. And when the season first started, I went six episodes. How the hell are they going to do that? Now that we're three episodes in and we have three more, my official stance is, what are they going to do with all of those episodes now? 
Because literally, like, the next episode could just be a slideshow of our trip to King's Landing. And then, like, oh, Cersei got stabbed in the neck. Look at Danny being queen. We did it. I think like, we'll, I think we'll have a better sense of what's happening with the rest of these episodes right away next week when we see the new opening because yeah. they're not going to use the same opening that they have been. You don't think so? No, because that opening was following the Night King and his army. So with the Night King uh, being right. gone, we either go back to the original opening or there's a variation on the the opening that we saw. Interesting. I like it. I want it. So we'll, we'll know very early on next week what happens. Yeah. So, and we also won't be having an Endgame episode coming out. So this will, this will, uh, our Game of Thrones episode will be on time next week. Right. It'll be timely, days, not, not a day later. afterwards. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for next week. I am too. So I just want to see what's going to happen. Like, I want to see where they're going to take it because like, this all ended way too fast. Yeah. It's it's like going on a roller coaster and you get to the top and you think you're going to go down fast and then you go down and in 10 seconds it's over. Like you don't yeah. go, you don't get that rush. It's like you this like little hill. There's all this build up and you go down but it it's done. Like there's no there's no payoff. Like there wasn't there right. wasn't much payoff here. Like there was so much for as much tension as this episode put into you, there wasn't the the release of tension. Yes. And I feel like that might not be a good thing going forward. Like that's going to be, it might build until the finale of the show. Like maybe we'll get that yeah. impending sense of doom not going away. Right. And like, maybe it was a good thing that like a lot of these characters didn't die. Like particularly you said, like I, you said that like John could have died this episode and it would have been fine. I'm glad he didn't because now they have to deal with that hard conversation of guess you're my, you know, I guess you're the rightful heir of the throne now. And I've been trying to do this the whole time. Like, like they, that they, look she gave him still makes me nervous and they need to address that. Yeah. Uh, I bet they better have that conversation with Tyrion in the room. Oh my God. Yeah, they should. I, I can just see him like grabbing the wine. Yeah. Oh, but he'd be, oh, he'd be such a good person. I think you need to get it. the big five in the room for that conversation and Bran. Yeah. So John, Danny, Tyrion, Sansa, and maybe Arya. Put Arya in there too. Put all the Starks oh, yeah. and Daenerys and Tyrion in there. Yeah. And maybe Varys. Like put Varys in there too. Like why not? Oh, like, yeah. Like oh, those are the ones who too. need to know. Like Jamie, not so much. Like no. at this point, I don't really, Jamie has... Like, until they get back to King's Landing, I don't really care what happens with Jamie too much. Now he's kind of fucking around. Like, he's he's welcome there enough, and he's just with uh, Brienne, and that's nice. So, who does Brienne get with? Jamie or Tormund? Oh, God, Tormund. Absolutely Tormund. You think so? Oh, yeah. I want it so bad. I don't want her and Jamie to hook up. I think there's, I think there's more there than just, I want to have sex with this person. I think there's a lot of, like, mutual respect and a lot of adoration on both sides. And I think that a relationship and like, just let's hook up. I think that would ruin it. Okay. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, okay. So for you have to watch this podcast, I'm Alan. And I'm Devin. And we'll see you next week. Follow Later. Morgales.